Welcome to the Catholic Brides Podcast. My name is Anne, and I would like to welcome you to my show. On this podcast, we will be talking about what it means to be a Catholic bride, how to prepare for marriage, and how to walk with your spouse towards heaven. I'm excited that you're here, and I invite you to grab your favorite drink, settle in, and let's have a heart-to-heart about what it means to be a Catholic bride in today's world. Welcome back to the Catholic Brides Podcast. My name is Anne, and today we're going to be talking about two of my favorite saints of all time. And I wanted to share a little bit about these two because of the example that they set for marriage for married people and just the beautiful witness that they have not only in my own life, but also for the church as a whole. So today we're going to be talking about Louis and Zelie Martin. So a lot of you might know these as the parents of St. Therese. They're just recently canonized. They were canonized in 2016. And what's really cool about these two is they were the first married couple to be canonized together and to go through that whole process of canonization as a couple. Um, So in the past, there have been married couples that have been canonized but they each went through their own individual processes to be able to reach that canonization point. But in the case of Louis and Zaley, the church wanted to make a beautiful statement by canonizing them together to show married couples that holiness can be attained together and to show them that they can achieve that sanctity and that sainthood by living out their marriage to the fullest. So St. Louis and St. Zaley, they are known as the parents of St. Therese of Lisieux. So a lot of people assume that they lived in Lisieux and that was where their life was. But actually, they lived in Alesson, France. Um, so it's a little bit always away from Lisieux. Um, and Louis eventually moved to Lisieux after Zaley passed away. But we'll talk about that in a little bit here. So they lived in Alesson and they had their um, life there. So Zaley actually was a lace maker. She was a very successful lace maker. Um, so she had her own business making lace for the people there and was very well known and very popular um, in that regard. And her husband, Louis, actually had a watchmaking business. And so he also had his own trade that he did as well. But he actually ultimately, once they got married, gave up his watchmaking business and supported his wife in her role as a lace maker and basically ran her business for her as she continued to stay home and raise her children and also continued to make lace. So Louis would go and he would sell this lace for Zaley um, in the different places and she would be the homemaker and also run her own business as well, which I think is very inspiring for a lot of people um, to know that like a lot of there's a lot of pressure for women to stay at home or to work outside of the home but Zaley was able to have that business in her home and be able to still nurture and bring up her, her children in that way um so Louis and Zaley met and married in nine, or 1858 
Um, they married after three months of courtship, um, so it was a very quick engagement time for them. But they actually both tried to enter religious life before they got married. So Louis tried to become a priest, um, but was ultimately rejected because of the fact that he struggled so much with Latin. And Zaley tried to enter a convent, um, but she ultimately was rejected from that as well. And so God decided to bring them together as a couple um, and to nurture the domestic church to be able to bring up um, children in the faith and to be able to give those children back to God. So one of the things that Zaley did was that was very prominent was to make sure that she was continuing to offer her children back to God and knew that so much and so deeply that these children were gifts and that they were to be given back to God for God to do whatever he wanted to do with their lives. So they were very, very holy people, very devout people, would go to church together, would um, bring up their children in the faith together. Um, so they ultimately ended up having a total of nine children. Um, so they had a very big family. However, um, four of those children were lost before age five. So they all died in various stages of either infancy. Um, they lost one child when he was a little bit older. And this was very, very hard and very, very difficult for them. Um, but in the midst of that, they also had five girls that they brought up. And if you know the story of St. Louis and St. Zaley, um, St. Therese obviously entered the convent, but all five of those daughters that lived to adulthood also enter entered the convent as well. So they had five daughters that were essentially given back to God. And that was the fruit of their domestic church that they raised their children in. So they had, um, obviously, um, their four children that passed away, but then they had Marie, they had Pauline, they had Helene, they had Leonie and Selene and St. Therese. Um, so just making sure that they were bringing up their children to be very devout and very, like, Catholic and teaching them the ways of the faith and bringing them up in that was very important to both of them. However, like, like you might realize it's very difficult um, to live a perfect life. And Louis and Zaley, they strived for holiness all the time, but their life was not, obviously not perfect and not, um, not to, to say that they were, they weren't bad parents. Um, but they also like struggled, obviously, like all of us struggled. Um, so they did the best they could for their children. And obviously, like it brings me great comfort to know that like saints still have bad days. They still have um, different things that they go through and different struggles that they try to process and overcome. But at the end of the day, like striving for that holiness is very, very important for um, the sanctification of both themselves and for their families. So in the book, um, A Call to Deep A Deeper Love, um, this is actually a beautiful book that I've been reading. Um, and it's available on Amazon. And if you would like to purchase it, I will link it below. But it is the compilation of all of the letters that we have from Louis and from Zaley. Um, so there's some that are written to each other, but there's also correspondence in there of 
Zaley talking about her daily life and talking about the different struggles that she's going through and the different things that um, she's dealing with in that present moment. So in this book, she talks about um, when she goes through the death of all of her children that she eventually loses. She talks about the grieving that she's going through, the hurt, the, the different things that she has to process in that moment to be able to continue to push forward. So she'll like write to her sister or her sister-in-law and just tell them about the different struggles that she's going through and just tell them like the pain that she's feeling in that moment. And it's just a real honest, raw image of St. Zaley and St. Louis. So there's a lot more um, letters from St. Zaley, obviously, because women like to write a lot more than men do generally. Um, but St. Zaley is very outspoken in her letters about the different things that she's going through. There's different um, things in there as well that like kind of bring you comfort and talk about the different um, life things that go through. Like St. Zaley needed a maid at one point. Like a lot of us think we have to do it all, but knowing that even a saint needs help sometimes and to know when to ask for that help is also very beautiful. And also like the different grieving processes she goes through with her different children. Like St. Zaley suffered a lot, but she still was able to bring glory to God through that suffering and still able to um, lift up her family and offer them back to God. Like God, if this is what you want, that is what I want too type of mentality. And just to show the different things that she went through there is super beautiful to read. Um, she talks a lot about each of her different children and the things that they go through. There was also a lot of health problems with some of her children that lived. So she talks about like the struggles of feeling that she's going to lose another child and um, just the different things. That's a really raw and honest glimpse into the fact that St. Zaley didn't have it all together all the time, um, but her love for her family and her love for her husband definitely showed through and it definitely shows a glimpse into the beauty of the married life. So we don't have to always have it all together. We don't have to have all of the answers. And also the fact that it is okay to grieve. It is okay to sometimes um, not question God, but also question God and be like, God, why is this? Like, help me to help me to know your will. Help me to know why I'm going through this. Help me to um, process it and help me to grow into a better human as well. And help me to grow in deeper love with you. So it shares a very much a very deep glimpse into the type of person that she was and the very type of person that she always strove to be, um, to be holy and to also to be real and to know that there is a lot of realness and a lot of um, struggles in this as well. Another thing is like, obviously, St. Zaley had children um, and her children weren't always obedient all the time as children typically aren't. So to know that even saints struggled with some of the daily things that a lot of us, us struggle with, um, disciplining children, learning to love those children and to help them grow and to help them learn and to develop into the beautiful people that they are. And also just that kind of model for the domestic church and the role that the woman plays in building up that church is super important and super critical. So a lot of times we talk about 
being a homemaker, but we also need to talk about the fact that as a homemaker and as the person that cleans the house and does all of those things, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to get help. And it's okay to also um, just know that God is going to provide for all of the needs that you have, even if you don't have that, like can't see it in the present moment. Um, and just to know that part of our role as a woman and as a homemaker is to build up that domestic church, is to teach our children about the faith and is to remain strong in our own faith so that we can pass that ch- that um, spark down to our children and pass that love down into our children. Because if we're not practicing our own faith and we're not growing and um, praying and getting growing deeper in love with the Lord, then our whole family is going to suffer from that. So taking the lessons from St. Zaley of learning to grow deeper, learning to talk with others about it, and learning to continue to grow in holiness so that that holiness can be passed on to our children and also to our spouse in that sort of union as well. Um, St. Louis was obviously a very supportive role. Um, he quit his own job to help um, Zaley because Zaley was very, very successful in her lace making and lace making in that time was a very highly sought after trade. Um, so Louis was away a lot to be selling the lace for Zaley. Um, so Zaley would be at home tending to her children and Louis would be off um, selling the lace in different parts of France for Zaley. So he was a very supportive role and very successful in his own way of showing love and showing admiration for his wife and supporting her in that role, but also supporting her in the domestic church as well. Like Louis suffered greatly as well um, with Zaley when they lost their children. He suffered greatly with Zaley um, towards the end of her life as well. So as we look towards the end of Zaley's life, um, Zaley died fairly young. She died at age 45. Um, she died of breast cancer, um, which wasn't very well known back then. Didn't, didn't really know what was going on with her, um, but we know today that that is what she passed away from. And so in those last months of her life, Zaley was there to support her. Um, and also, as soon as Zaley passed away, Louis was there to continue raising their children because at that point, St. Therese was only four or five years old. Um, so she was still very, very young. Um, she remembers her mother's death and she remembers the role that her father stepped into after her mother passed away. So Louis then took his family after Zaley had passed away. Louis took his family to Lisieux and um, fostered their domestic church there. They still prayed together and he still kind of took over that paternal and maternal role as well. So he had to step into both roles and still foster and build up that church. So even though Zaley was at home with her children um, until she passed away, then Louis had to come in and be that figure that would be there to grow in holiness with them as well. Not to say that they didn't do that before because they were still a very holy family and very much um, devoted together. And the love between Zaley and Louis was very, very deep. And 
If you read the book that I was talking about, The Call to Deeper Love, you can read some of the letters. Um, a lot of the letters are to fa other family members, but there are some letters that are to uh, each other. So either Zaley wrote it to Louis or Louis wrote it to Zaley. Um, just you talk about the love that they have between each other and you can see that yearning and that longing for each other when they're away from each other. Um, so just kind of realizing that the roles that they played were a little bit different and but they complemented each other very very well and they were both striving for holiness apart from each other and striving for holiness together supporting each other um, loving each other and then ultimately loving their children and bringing up that domestic church to be able to have those children grow up to all like all of their living children became religious sisters one of them is a canonized saint and a doctor of the church another one is on her way to sainthood her cause was opened in 2015 and the other ones are also like super holy as well um so making sure that their love for each other was there and making sure that they were fostering that love for each other but also making sure that they're fostering their love for their children and all together bringing them their whole family up in holiness and ultimately to serve the greater glory of God. And that is all that we want to be able to do in this life is to be able to bring ourselves to heaven, bring our friends and our family and especially our spouse to heaven and bring our children to heaven as well to give them that foundation that they need to be able to um, grow in holiness in their own life um, as they grow older and as they begin to leave the house as well. Um, so we can use St. Louis and St. Zaley as very powerful intercessors for um, if we're dating, if we're married, if we um, are engaged, very powerful intercessors for um, just bringing forward the domestic church in our life and also bringing forward God's will and God's plan for our life um, and praying to them to help us to grow into the roles that we need to be in. So for St. Louis and St. Zaley, it looked one certain way. So it looked um, probably very different than it might look today, but like growing in how we can support each other, what is best for our family, what is best for um, each other, and what is best for the children that we hope to bring into this relationship. So St. Louis supported St. Zaley, and then after St. Zaley um, was passed away, he still carried on her spirit, carried on her life, and he carried with the her family and that devotion and that love that they had for Jesus. Um, and ultimately St. Saint Louis um, ended up having Alzheimer's and then also passed away eventually um, after St. Therese entered the convent. But just the devotion that they had and the love that they had until the end of their lives for each other. So just asking ourselves, like, what can we do to build up our spouse and what do they need to be able to grow in holiness? So for St. Louis, that looked like dropping his watchmaking business and supporting his, her, his wife in her lace making business. For us, it might look like caring for our home while our husband is working, or it might look like also working to support our children. 
But just remembering that the domestic church and fostering that life and continuing to pray, continuing to go to mass, continuing to go to confession and continuing to just build up our own domestic church and our love for each other is number one. And then to discern what God is calling us to do with our lives after that is also very, very important. So just making sure that we're taking time for each other, making sure that we're taking into account the need that our spouse has, but also our own needs and to grow in holiness and the needs of our children as well, if we're blessed with children. Um, so we can use St. Louis and St. Saley as a model for holiness and as a model to grow closer together, grow closer to God, and hopefully if it is God's will that we will also be saints in heaven with him and be an example for other people in the years to come. So St. Louis and Zeli's feast day is the 12th of July. Um, so it's a little ways away yet, but they are always powerful intercessors and it is always okay to ask for their intercession, to ask for help in our marriage and to be open to the graces that God has for us and to be open to just the things that we need to be able to do, to be able to achieve that goal of sanctity and to be able to be a saint in heaven one day. So St. Louis and St. Zaley, pray for us. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. God bless you. You have been listening to the Catholic Brides podcast. If you enjoyed this content, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast. If you would like to get in touch with me, I invite you to either message me on Instagram or send me an email at catholicbrides at gmail.com. I look forward to having you join me again, and I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful and blessed day.